Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen TPFL. It's January. It's the 7th of January. It's 2022. It's the 6th of January. Just kidding. Uh, we have four games to talk about here on today's NBA slate. I'm joined by the man himself, Andre Alford, Mr. Drizzy26. What's happening, my friend? Nothing. Just hanging in there, you know, trying to hopefully have a good night and end off right and... Hopefully give people some good information and take that to sleep tomorrow, tomorrow or today, I should say. Yeah, I mean, everyone knows we record the night before. It's no secret. That's why I mess up the dates all the time. Um, actually, I feel like I do a pretty good job not messing up the dates, but it, it happens from time to time. So, uh, I mean, yeah, this slate's interesting. We got a four gamer, three of these teams on back to backs. We don't have a ton of lines. We're going to be waiting some injury news. So things will change throughout the day. But, I mean, without NFL, like, Thursday football, four-game basketball slate's better than no sports. Uh, we all remember, you know, a year and a half ago when we didn't have any sports going and we were betting on eSports and stuff. And, yeah, give me some NBA, even if it is four-game slate. So, um, yeah, man, let's jump into this slate. And uh, we get started here with Boston at New York taking on the Knicks. No totals out for this game yet. Um, I would assume it's because Boston's on the second end of a back-to-back. As far as the Knicks, Noel is questionable. Rose is out. Valentine is out. And Kimba Walker is out. Uh, So let's start here with Boston. I mean, we know Pritchard's going to be out because he just got placed in the the protocol, um, health and safety protocol thing. So we know he's not going to play in this game. 
it'd be interesting to see if anyone like Jason Tatum, who, you know, conditioning and all that stuff, if they sit anybody on the second end of a back-to-back, does Al Horford sit? Uh, what are your thoughts here on Boston? Yeah, I would I would think Al Horford sits since they pretty much have everyone back. Um, Tatum, how, I, I want to know how many minutes he played tonight. So I think that's going to be very important to um, coming back for the first game since the um, being from the COVID list. So I think it's going to be interesting. If if Tatum is out, though, I think it's going to be a great spot to get guys like Marcus Smart, Dennis Schroeder, and um, and uh, and, J- and Jalen Brown here. Um, I think that they can definitely have upside games in this spot and this being a smaller slate where role points are going to matter more. Um, those would be the guys I would look to first on this team if Tatum is out. But if Tatum is in, um, I kind of just didn't like going to – Tatum pretty much himself. I mean, 10 2 is an expensive price to pay, but like I said, role points going to matter. Then if Al Horford, like I said, if he's also in, then I probably want a little bit of him as well at 6 9 on, on DK being a great, um, a great play and a great option. Um, and yeah, like Robin Williams, I think it's fine for GPPs. Um, and guard wise, it was only, only Dennis Schroeder would be someone I'd be interested in because he's 6 6 6 um, 6K. Um, and smart, but though those guys would probably be more priorities besides Tatum. Um, but yeah, other than that, that's that's really it. Um, but more so this team would be more better in a better position um if Tatum is out or or out for for um if both were out that'll be even better because this also pace is gonna be coming to play where this will be at a nicer and slower pace. Yeah, I mean, I mean the Celtics lost the Spurs on Wednesday. And it was it wasn't a great game for Jason Tatum. But he played 38 minutes, so maybe he sits. Al Horford. They've been very careful with him, you know, this season just in general. Um, so, I, I mean, overall, right now, I don't have a ton of interest in this team. If some people start getting ruled out, all right, I hear you. Um, I could look at this. Looking at the Knicks side of things, I mean, Julius Randle obviously being back is huge. Uh, played 39 minutes the other night. With him back, it obviously takes out some of the value. Um, Robinson, you know, he'll, he'll still get 20, 25 minutes, but the usage and everything that, like, he was kind of seeing here. I, I mean, Randle at 10K is, is super interesting on a four-game slate where raw points are going to matter. Uh, what do you like here for the Knicks? Yeah, he. I definitely think Randall was um, an interesting option. Probably what I would look to try to get to um, a decent amount. But I do like um, more so getting to guys like R.J. Barrett and Alec Burks who are cheaper, cheaper options here. Um, those are only two guys I think I could trust because I know that they're going to probably be in the starting lineup for sure. Evan Fournier is a good tournament play being at 4.4K as well. But like I said, the main two guys would be R.J. Barrett and Burks follow, and then um, – for tournaments we can get to a little bit i think of quickly too but um his minutes i know have been all over the place and he hasn't been performing particularly well um so i i'll be more reluctant to play him a little bit in tournaments and try to stick to the main guys um, and get to um uh, uh randall um, a little bit as a spend-up option too yeah i mean outside of randall i'm i'm very iffy about anybody here um for the Knicks 
but I, they're still dealing with a few people out with Rose and, and Kimba out. So, I mean, I could definitely see taking a few shots here. Um, I want I mean, I want to play that like ceiling quickly game because I, I know that it's there. We, we saw it, it was against Houston in December. Um, he had a monster game. I know it's there, um, but I mean, I don't know. Like, it, it's it's interesting. Uh, like the spot in general is interesting for the Knicks, but again, I, I think this is one of those situations where if a couple guys get ruled out for Boston, it's it's going to help the the Knicks side of things. So, yeah. Uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, I definitely agree with that. Um, you don't even like RJ Barrett because you don't think because he'll be handling the ball a lot more in this spot. I, if he would play, like, I mean, you look at his usage from the last game out, and like it was so much higher than his usage has been a lot of the season. It's like, do I trust that? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's that's just kind of where I'm at. Like, four game slate, you got to take some chances. So, I mean, if you want to play RJ Barrett. I'm not going to be the person that is going to say, don't play him. Um, I mean, it's like 25% and like his usage here recently without Randall was like 31, 32%. And it's like, he wasn't doing that with the monster usage. And then he had a really good game the other night. Was that just circumstance against Pacers? But I mean, he's a guy that could put up 20 shots in any game. I don't think Alec Burks is going to play point guard much. So, I mean, yeah, Barrett at 6k. You talked me into it. Let's roll with it. Okay, uh, good. There you go. Yeah, I mean, you never know what's going to happen, right? Detroit at Memphis. 219.5 total here. Memphis is a 12.5 point favorite. Detroit, second end of a back-to-back. We'll be waiting on the injury news for them. Memphis, Anderson's doubtful. Bain is doubtful. Dealing with like a left quad. Um, he's been someone that's been absolutely crushing. But Dylan Brooks is questionable. Melton is questionable as well. So we'll have to kind of see how this injury situation plays out. Talk to me here about Detroit. Uh, Detroit, they're, they're a team that's going to be tough. Like, Kate is someone I, I, I like getting to. But um, everyone else, is it's just going to be up in the air. Because I know we have um, – um, what's his name coming back? Who's the center for this team again? Oh, goodness. Isaiah Stewart, I think I think he should be playing today. Um, just don't know how many minutes he's going to play. So I want to see a rotation, see what the coach says about this, because um, that's going to throw everything off. But the only person I can really get to today from Detroit would be a guy like Cade Cunningham, maybe maybe Stewart if he if he's back and he's going to play around twenty five minutes at that price of four six on DK. I think that's an excellent price, but. Um, other than that, I don't think I can get much to this team. We can give um, much to anybody on this team on that side of the ball. Yeah, I mean, assuming everyone plays, I don't see a ton of value here. You know, Bay and Diallo and, and Cunningham are all kind of priced. Um, <laughs> a little high. I mean, if I was going to probably – if I was going to play any of them, it'd probably be Cade Cunningham just because – it's a matchup of Memphis and the, the potential pace could be good. Um, on the Memphis side of things, I love playing John Morant. He's someone that always goes overlooked. He He's someone that has ceiling. His price 
has come down 500 bucks from the last game. I like to see that. And with Desmond Bain doubtful, I mean, Morant should handle the ball a ton in this game, have a lot of usage. And I still think Steven Adams is playable, uh, depending on like what we're looking at for center positions today. I think he is, is very playable. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, definitely. Um, I'm, those are the only two guys I would be mainly interested in. Maybe a little bit of Dylan Brooks if he's back. Um, that would be just my only concern. But but with, but if Bain does, I mean, but if um, Bain doesn't play, then that just helps Brooks out a lot. So um, those are just the main three guys I can get to. Um, and Brooks would be an interesting DPP play because. I'm sure that, um, like, his minutes, like I said, we don't know what the minutes are going to be like when people come back from this COVID situation. So um, he'll be someone that'll be interesting to look at and, and go with from there. Um, Jared Jackson Jr., I think, is obviously always a great tournament play as well, but not a main piece on the Memphis side one I would like to get to. I will notice, I'll mention this. If Bain doesn't play and he's doubtful, Dylan Brooks, if he's played, he's interesting at 6,200. If Dylan Brooks sits too, I think you could potentially look at like a Tyus Jones. Yeah. Could potentially play 30 minutes at 4,100. I wouldn't mind, you know, potentially taking a shot on him, but I think he also depends on Melton. So a lot of moving pieces for Memphis in this game. And um, I mean, you're paying attention to news in every game right now. So. Golden State at New Orleans taking on the Pelicans. 220 total. Warriors a six and a half point favorite here. Warriors back to back. Pelicans will be without Satarinsky and Lewis Jr. and Zion. So pretty full strength. Um, I mean, we'll have to see if Curry plays. I know that there was a report that came out with the Bruise. Um, is quad um but so we'll have to see if he plays because if he doesn't play obviously that makes a huge difference um and we'll also have to see if auto porter jr was a rest day to give someone else a rest day in this spot um so i mean paying attention these back-to-backs um what are your thoughts on golden state um jordan Poole will jump off the page to me uh gary payton jr because I, I'm personally, I'm, I'm, I'm just naming one play these places. I don't think uh, a Steph Curry is going to play tomorrow. I think they're going to keep him out. No need for him to get hurt during the middle of the season and push it, in my opinion. Um, and you got Clay getting ready to come back. I'm sure they want Curry on the court Sunday when Clay plays. So um, they probably just give him the day off. And and then, like I said, main targets would be uh, Gary Payton, the second. Um, Jordan Poole, someone else I would, I would look to get to a good amount of Andrew Wiggins. Um, you can play a little bit of Damian Lee in tournaments, but I, I, I wouldn't get too much of him. He's, he, he'll be a good value play, though, for sure. Um, Otto Porter Jr. would still be someone I would be interested in. Um, and obviously, um, Draymond Green, his price, I think, went down a little bit. Um, and and he if he's, gonna, if he's playing and not resting himself, he's a fantastic play as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm so excited for Clay to come back, and I think a lot of people, basketball fans in general, um, are excited for him to come back. And it doesn't shock me that they kind of waited for him to get um, – uh, yeah, I just – I mean, I can't wait. 
If yeah, but it, I mean, if Curry's out, pool fifty eight hundred, Peyton forty eight hundred. Don't overthink those spots. They're just great spots. Don't overthink them. They'll be highly owned, but it doesn't matter in basketball. Um, what about New Orleans? See, this game probably might be the. I don't want to say the best game to stack, especially if Curry's out. But it really, but it might be, um, just because of the the other side, like you said, I, I like getting to Josh Hart um, here in this spot. He would be one of my top options on the slate to go after and target. Um, then Bi um, Brandon Ingram is someone that I I, I love playing in. I was good to see that he's playing the 30 minutes still um, back to playing 30 minutes coming back from an Achilles injury that, that they kept them out for the past couple games of. So um, that's promising. And I would definitely try to get some exposure to him for sure. Um, and, and just going to a guy like Valanciunas, who's at 8-8, who's he's expensive, but he, but raw points are going to matter. And he, we can see him put up a ceiling game. And this is a spot where we know Golden State does not really have that many bigs to, counteract it um so they might try to use their speed to to offset everything but jay val can have a monster game here he will probably be the first option on this team followed by followed by josh hart then brandon ingram in that order for me i mean ingram's great it's just his price so yeah 8100 like even before like all this covet stuff happened and stuff he wasn't hitting like 50 consistently it would happen every once like every week or something um but i I think it's super hit or miss um i get it i I think his price like he was 90 95 9600 a couple games ago so you know if you're looking at it in that perspective his price is way down and i mean raw points matter on a slate like this so i definitely don't mind ingram or valanchunas um valanchunas probably my favorite from New Orleans, I don't think Golden State really has anybody like Looney can't match up with Valanciunas. So I think that if they feed him the basketball in this game, he could have a really good game and give him the minutes. All right, we finish it out with the Clippers and the Suns. Two nineteen total here. Suns a twelve point favorite in this game on the Clippers side. Batum is questionable. Boston Jr. is questionable. Paul George is out. Hartstein is out. Kennard is out. Kawhi is out. Zubak is out. On the Suns, Aiton is out. Crowder is out. Kaminsky's out. McGee is out. Nader's out. Sarge is out. And Shamit's out. So starting here with the Clippers, we're still getting Jackson. Uh, like, I know what happened last game. I don't care. Um, we're still getting Jackson and and Bledsoe and Marcus Morris all in this price range. They burned so many people against Minnesota the other night. I think this is a spot you just have a short memory and go right back to the well. I completely agree with you. Um, those are the top three guys on that side of the ball. I would love to get to. I'm going to have a good amount of exposure to these guys, too. Um, and including Terrence Mann to, um, um, as well. Um, but my favorite guy out of all three of them probably might be Eric Bledsoe, just because he's a cheaper he's a cheaper of the three. And I think he could be a little bit sneakier. Um, only played, I don't know, 22 minutes the last game, and his minutes are kind of up and down sometimes. But that's what also makes him a great tournament play, and he could be someone that you might need to take down a tournament. He could, And he would be someone that I think the Clippers need to keep them in the games. And 
Um, they don't need him to be aggressive. So, like I said, getting to the spot where Eric Bledsoe is perfect is, to me, my favorite um, GPP option in this on that side of the ball for the Clippers. The only other guy that I'm going to throw out there in the universe is Justice Winslow. He's not going to play a ton of minutes, so it's fully, like, risky. But this is a guy that can fill up the stat sheet. He always has had the ability and the skill level to fill up the stat sheet. So, I mean, if you get that, like, 25-minute game instead of that 20-minute game and, like, get that extra three, four, five minutes, like, he's 4,100. It's a four-game slate. You want to win a tournament? Do something different. (laughs) You know? Um, Did you mention Xavier Moon? No, I did not mention Xavier Moon. He's another guy that is like, eh. I mean, I would predict that maybe for blowouts, though. Like, I mean, he's getting a little bit of run, but not. I mean, yeah, like, I think he'll play more, especially in a blowout, but it is a 10-day contract, so maybe they might be incentivized to give him more minutes based on that. He's worth a shot, though, definitely in tournaments, because you you never know. If you're playing a $15 trying trying to take down 100K, that's, that's the play right there. Talk to me about Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix, Devin Booker, Chris Paul. Just, I like, I love getting to those these guys. Uh, probably Devin, um, Chris Paul. Chris Paul's too cheap. Seven three for him. He's just just way too cheap and way undervalued. So he's someone you might want to just honestly tomorrow just lock in your lineups as just a in, in general like that. That price is just way too cheap for him. Um, I do like getting to the other guys a little bit. Uh, Cam Johnson is a, is a great option. Um, uh, Mikel Bridges, I like getting to him. These all these guys have to play around thirty. I want to say probably like 32, 33 minutes, probably if not more. Um, being that DeAndre Ayton is out, so they got to pick up the, uh, the usage from him and, and score a little bit. Um, but the sneaky plays here are, are going to be the center plays. Uh, both Jalen Smith and Bismack Biyombo. Um, I know I was on the show a couple of days ago, and I said BS Bismack Biyombo wasn't in play. I think me and um me and Meezy said the same thing that he that he wasn't in play and he went off and had a monster game. So uh we both were proven wrong with that one. So he's someone that I would definitely look at and consider tomorrow. He's he's cheaper than Jalen Smith, but I think they both want to split the minutes, um, probably. Um maybe Jalen, I think Jalen Smith maybe um he got hurt a little bit. I think he had a little bit of foul trouble too, maybe. So they could they could potentially split that right down the middle. And both be fantastic plays. So I like getting to them tomorrow for sure. I was so overweight on Cam Johnson the other night. And like he had a solid game. And like just a few more things would have happened and went his way. You had like a really, really good game. I mean, I, I have no fear of going back to the well. My biggest concern, and it's not as much of a concern on a four game slate as it would be like, if this is 11 games, maybe I'm not really interested in this game a ton, but I think that my biggest concern is just Phoenix blowing the Clippers out of this game. Um, I think Chris Paul's too cheap. If the game stays close, you could play Chris Paul. Uh, I mean, Jalen Smith, Cam Johnson, all these guys are in play. Um, I mean, yeah, just like I said, I worry about the game just staying close. So you just you're kind of hoping that the game stays close. 
Uh, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here. We're going to use DraftKings pricing. Favorite play under 5K to go 7X. Who's a cheap guy that you're looking at here? Uh, favorite play under 5K to go... How much again? 10X? 7. 7X. 7X. Mm. Give me... Oh, I didn't mention this guy, and I think he is. He's a fantastic play. Um... He's gonna be a little bit popular too. Um, I'm, I'm gonna say this guy because I think he is. He can definitely get there, and it's a good spot. Uh, Cameron Payne. All right, I'm. I mean, without injury news, it's it's still tough. Um, but I'm gonna roll the dice here and go Gary Payton, thinking that Curry is not gonna play. So. Uh, over 8K to go under 5X. Who is your bust at the top today? <laughs> oh, which one of these two guys do I want to go with? Um, give me Hamaday Diallo. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to go... I think I'm going to go Jason Tatum. Oh, I'm surprised. I thought you were going to win Sadiq Bay. Yeah, I mean, Bay Bay makes a ton of sense, but he's had these games recently where, like, he's just shot lights out from three. And, I mean, Tatum on the second and a back-to-back. I might get the zero before the slate even starts. So, I mean, boom. Um, favorite 6X play, who do you like today to go 6X? Um, hmm. I like. I'm gonna go with cheapy. I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Bismack Biombo. All right, Biombo. It's not who I was thinking. Um, I mean, there's a bunch of people. Again, I'm gonna I'm gonna play this whole card, and I'm either gonna be super right or super wrong. I'm gonna go Jordan Poole again, thinking Curry sits um, in this game. Give me a let's get weird GPP play of the day. Let's see. See, because I like your call with the. I like to call it one of the Clippers guys. Definitely, though, those guys stick out for me. But um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna also go on the same train that you were talking about when it comes to these. Golden State Warriors. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, with Kaminga. I think Kaminga is an interesting GPP play today because um, if he gets if he gets if he ends up so happen to be in a starting lineup, he can probably give you a monster game, especially if Curry's out. I think I'm gonna go Winslow. I was talking about him earlier, and if you get that 25 minute game instead of that 20 minute game. Justice Winslow is talented. He just hasn't been able to stay healthy in his career. He has talent. So I'll go with him, especially with all these guys out. Um, There's no lines out. I think we only had one line out, so we're not going to do a bet today. Uh, Dre, any final thoughts? Um, No, just pay attention to news. That's going to be the biggest thing with this slate and these slates moving forward, Um, figuring out who's in and who's out, and then, from there, start attacking and building around 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, and 
hopefully you end up winning on something that you like and win a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, this slate's interesting. Pay attention. There's so many ways this slate can change. By I mean, Boston, Golden State, uh, Detroit. A lot of news that you're going to be wanting to pay attention to. And, I mean, for the most part, you have a 7.30 game, two 8 o'clock games, and a 10 o'clock game. Games are really spread out, so make sure you're using your utility spot and everything um, the right way. And um, have a backup plan, that's for sure. It's going to wrap it up here for Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow talking more hoops. We'll also have the last regular season NFL podcast out uh, later on Thursday as well. So uh, make sure you listen to that as well. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you again on Thursday.